BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. My reaction to her pregnancy was like bigger than to my own. I was like, <gasps> I was like, I was away from my phone for an hour when I saw it, Katie. And I was like, unwell. I was unwell. <laughs> this is Not Skinny But Not Fat. And I'm your host, Amanda, bringing you the latest in all celebrity gossip, reality TV recaps, and anything happening in Hollywood right now that I just can't keep my mouth shut about. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat. Okay, guys, I uh, just posted this on Instagram that I'm recording a podcast with my OG VPR BB, who is (laughs) Katie. Yay! Yay. (laughs) I have so many OG BBs. You're my OG VPR BB. My dog Leo is my OG BB. My sister Ariel, I call her my OGBB because I'm going to have an actual BB. So yes. to know Ooh. like who's who's an OGBB, you know? Oh, thank you. So you're my OGVPRBB. <laughs> I'm honored. You should be. I'm just saying. Well, you know VPR is like my number one Bravo show, even though this season I've been maybe a little bit harsher. <sighs> it's Okay. Them past season. A lot of people have. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it, it comes down to like the new people. Like, if it was still just you guys, then I feel like it wouldn't have kind of made people feel all types of feelings. Yeah. I mean, it definitely was different this year. I mean, we always have um, a new person, some fresh blood, maybe a couple right. new people, but it was like, it was a whole like group of them. It was a whole group, but yeah. you took it pretty like well, like people need to understand it's human nature to like not like new people. Like even in life, if I'm like going out and my friend brings a friend, like she better give me like two weeks notice and like send me her Instagram <laughs> before. So I can like, so it's like people need to understand it's a huge deal to like accept new people as the OG cast. Like whether they're right. like Mother Teresa, it's like you're new, you're in my territory, like give me a minute. But you guys were like so cool about it. Like I, I feel like no one bothered you just for being new? Um, Not really. I mean, it, I didn't know many of them. You know, I didn't really interact with a lot of them for the most part, really until the end of, you know, the summer. True. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I'm the same way. I'm very much like hashtag no new friends. <laughs> like I keep I keep my circle really small. Uh, you know, just like I feel like as I got older, I was kind of like, it's, it's also weird to like make new friends as you're older. Right. It's just like it's like a skill that you just forget how to right. <laughs> how to use. 
But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I recognize that we always need new people and it can always like help elevate each season. But, you know, I mean, the, the, the attitude, the general consensus is always like, all right, well, you got to bring it. And we are, you know, territorial of the show, you know, especially after eight years. Right. And, you know, when someone comes into our space, we're like, who's this person? And, you know, what are they going to bring? Yeah, I mean, like people need to understand because I'm also an actor and so is Katie. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm just we like I have done like a show in my life in Israel. And like when you have a cast, they like match you. There's like a thing called matching to see that like everyone vibes and like it's believable that you're friends. So like reality is even crazier because it's reality and then it's like oh you just have to like be in situations like with with these people so it's a huge deal so I really see that like as viewers it's like oh new people and then it's like oh but for the cast it's even more so which I guess I would I feel like the biggest hater of new people even if he doesn't say it is like Jax who's like yeah I think he kind (laughs) of said it I think he even tweeted like they're all thirsty (laughs) oh yeah one hundred percent. I think he and he. Maybe that's why him and Brittany are like in less scenes. Which I did feel bad because I did get a few DMs from my followers being like, "That episode was so good, Amanda, because Jackson and Brittany weren't in it." Which like I'm not oh, going to make no. you comment on it, but there was a lot of wedding. Could you agree? Like your wedding didn't span over eighteen episodes when it happened. No, I mean, but it was, I mean, our our wedding was the finale episode. So right. I feel like it did kind of, there was wedding stuff and wedding prep throughout the whole season. Um, so I don't, I don't know if it just, if, I don't know why it felt different for people or why they. Well, A, there was like the drama with Stassi that was so like, you know, big then because you guys weren't friends which is probably crazy for you to think about at the time and totally you're also a different kind of bride so like you didn't have Disney princesses you know and like (laughs) (laughs) you know things like that so it's just a different even though the castle was beautiful like as much as I mean getting married in castle can be like uh, you know, hashtag basic, but it was like every time they did like a pan over, I was like, that is the most beautiful place. It was, yeah, it was. And it was, you know, in the country and it was, it was really a, um, a beautiful like fairy tale dream wedding for Brittany. And like, and that's where she wanted to get married from the time she was a little girl. So that's it was crazy. her dream. Yeah. I don't, like, because I wasn't that type of person, it's crazy to me to think, because, like, I know you wanted to marry Tom, but were you the, were you that girl that, like, envisioned her wedding, like, since she was um, a little girl? Yeah, but it was more, like, just envisioning just marrying a dude. I don't know. I didn't have, like, I think I changed my idea of getting married so many times, but I, I when I was, like... 12 or something like my family used to go to Vegas every year and, and that's yeah. such a family such a family <laughs> thing to do I know it's weird but like <laughs> but it was it was close we would drive there from Utah because my mom mm. refused to like get on a plane she was like claustrophobic and wouldn't fly so it was kind of like the the shortest mm. place to go that was warm and yeah I know it's weird for a family vacation but I remember like thinking Caesar's Palace was so glamorous and <laughs> we like, would want to get married here yeah and we would see like the weddings happening there in the summertime in june and i'd be like oh that 
that is really oh my god stop katie so your dream came true with your second wedding is what you're trying to say right now (laughs) yeah but i had forgotten about that and then i told my mom um what we were planning on doing for our you know paper ceremony and all that and and she was just like katie do you remember like when you were younger and that was what you wanted and i was like oh jesus (laughs) oh my god that's crazy you didn't did you not say that on the show um, I think I, I might have. Yeah, I, I think I did talk about it a little bit. But um, but yeah, so it is funny. So I guess I did have a dream and I guess it did come true. But uh, <laughs> we do to clarify the papers. Are oh, they gosh. found? Are they like, they, c- can we like put them in a frame? Like what's happening <laughs> with the papers? Yeah. So so the paper. OK. In, in Vegas, the paper that we we left the ceremony with was a souvenir copy. The guy who was like the chapel official or whatever, he's the one that, you know, took the papers that we all signed and filed them himself. So everything was official the minute we signed the papers and everything was on the way to the courthouse to be filed. I was Mm. just upset because I wanted to be able to leave with the certificate, the souvenir copy to be like, boom, Mm. we got it. And Tom lost it. But, But the minute we got home, I went online and ordered like three or four copies of the certificate. So I have, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. We're good. It's Wait. legit. So, so just tell me the, fir- when you got married the first time, the, the Ugh. paper, you never went to the place that you do it. Cause I don't know how it works here. Okay. So we, so before you get married, you have to get a marriage license. So we went okay. to the courthouse, got a marriage license. And then our wedding episode, you see us signing everything. Mm-hmm. You see Lisa signing it. So when we sent it in, there was something missing. Not everything had been filled in. And so they sent it back to us and they're like, you missed some of the things. So just fill it in and and send it back. And so we did that and we sent it in. And then when we followed up to get our wedding or sorry, our marriage certificate, they said that they didn't have any record of our, our license being sent in. And we're like, um, well, we don't have it. We sent it in to you. And so I don't know what happened. I have no idea. So you sent it and forgot about like didn't track it or like. So, so, so that, yeah. So after like they, they returned it to us to, to fill in what was missing, we sent it in. Then when we followed up to get the, the certificate, they said, well, we don't have any record of your, your paperwork. And I'm like, well, we don't have it. We sent it in to you. Oh my God. So, so we didn't know what to do. We, we, we were like, well, what do we do now? What do we do now? And I, I was telling Tom, I'm like, you got to follow up on this. You got to stay on top of this. And then it was just like, as more time passed, more time passed. And then, you know, the marriage license, they, they expire. So I guess wherever it ended up going or what, if it got lost and, you know, the, went into like a different dimension, the string theory. I don't know what the hell happened. Wait, so it's not actually Tom's fault. Like it's not like as simple as Tom lost it. Yeah, no, it's just it's just that he was maybe having like poor follow through on on, you know, keeping on top of the the courthouse and f- trying to figure out what happened with the paperwork. Who knows? Mm. Maybe maybe it actually is filed, maybe it's all fine, who knows? But we weren't able to obtain a marriage certificate. Because they said they never got. So does that mean like you actually legally weren't married, supposedly? Well, because, yeah, because we couldn't have proof. We didn't have we didn't have a certificate proving. What did you think about everyone making a huge deal about (laughs) it? Like, were you like, Uh, because like. 
what? Yeah, because I mean, it is okay. Ultimately, like, yes, it is very important for it to be legal because God forbid something happens. It's important that we are recognized by law as being a family. And, you know, that was the driving force between uh, uh, for us wanting to to make it legal. But it didn't change us, you know, us being married in head and heart, which is most important. Right. And and right. people not knowing that never in their eyes, never, you know, and it was like, wait, so Kate and Tom aren't even married? It's like, and like, what do you think is going to happen? Like, listen, <laughs> I got married in Israel and uh, in Israel, you do it with like a rabbi, obviously. And I didn't want like a really overly Jewy rabbi who like has all the rules. So whatever, I chose this like rabbi who basically like, eats probably bacon and <laughs> like so me and my husband always would laugh about that there's going to be like a 2020 of like whoever got married with this rabbi is like not actually married because <laughs> he's so, he's dairy with his meat and <laughs> yeah he's there with me he was smoking a joint before my hub I got married on a Friday like yeah. it's the so I mean of course it's like important for it to be official but it's also like you got married and you're, you know, a married couple. And that's what matters. I was like, why? Because it was a huge, it was like people were freaking out and like, you know, asking me what I think about it as <laughs> if like there's some, you know, theory of like, you know, was it on per, I don't, people yeah, were freaking out. I know, so, I mean, just calling it a sham and saying that like <laughs> Tom did it on purpose. And I'm like, yo, it was a wedding. Like, was uh, I uh, didn't even know you personally then and I was like crying and with Tom Sandoval wiping his tears on the dog and it was such a beautiful wedding and we all went through you know all your emotions with the ring on the string and like god (laughs) can you remember that that feels like so do I remember that I'll never forget that I mean, ring on a string. It's like your, you should trademark that Iconic, right? It's iconic. It's iconic. So I wanted to tell you guys about Sun Basket. If you're looking to reduce unnecessary trips out, avoid grocery stores, Sun Basket is perfect for you right now. It's delicious for you right now, okay? They deliver healthy, delicious meals straight to your door, with all kinds of dietary preferences, including gluten-free, Mediterranean, vegetarian, keto, whatever. They make it easy and convenient. They have pre-portioned meals that are ready to go. I loved making the miso glazed salmon with roasted eggplant that I got. I also had this rice noodle and shrimp Asian salad that I made that was amazing. Right now, Sunbasket is offering $35 off your order when you go right now to sunbasket.com slash not skinny and enter promo code not skinny at checkout. That's sunbasket.com slash not skinny and enter not skinny as the promo code during checkout for $35 off your order. So we were talking about the new people and even though like I could get to that way later, let's like rate them for a second. Like, okay, we have Danica, Dana, Charlie, Brett and Max. Who are you? 
I won't say who you like and who you least like because then you won't want to do it. So let's do who you're closest to to who you like have no connection with. I'm definitely closest with Dana. Um, Her and I, I mean, when we first met, there was something like about her. I just like really vibed with her. We clicked. I thought she was just like really cool. And I wanted to like hang out with her more and get to know her. And then um, we didn't spend like a whole bunch of time together, but um, towards the end of the summer. And then since we like wrapped filming, we've gotten so much closer. And I think she's just the best and I adore her. And then um, Max, we've always been really tight with because he's the GM of Tom Tom and him and Tom are super, super close. So he's just been someone that's like just been around and hanging around. And, you know, I really like Max. So there's no issue with you being friends with both, even though they had like their stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, she she understands. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and I am able to separate the two. I don't talk you know, I don't, I don't break girl code or anything and there's yeah. no pressure. It's just, yeah, it's very, yes. <laughs> um, and Danica, like I, I don't really, I don't have, um, interaction with her as much. Yeah, not really. Um, watching her on the show, I'm like, okay, like she definitely like has opinions and a voice. I think she's mm-hmm. someone that like, so a lot of ways she reminds me of Kristen. Like she definitely, you know, doesn't think before she speaks before she acts like um you know I think yeah there's definitely she's a she's it's like hurting her on the show because I feel bad sometimes because I you know me I always like look at also like how people feel so like I'm thinking like okay new people Dana definitely has the most you know, I would say airtime. And also I think she's most loved by the OGs. And I look at Danica who like came in like Dana thinking I'm going to be on this show. Hopefully people are going to like me. Hopefully I'll get a bunch of followers. Hopefully this, hopefully that. And then your presence isn't as big as another new person. And when you are, then it's like not such a positive, like you were saying, (laughs) like maybe it doesn't come out so well. And then and then I, I literally feel bad because I'm like, that's not, I have a feeling that's not what she was hoping for, you know? Yeah, but and, you got to know when you're getting into something like reality TV that you can't be controlled with with what they're going to show and how people are going to take to you and how you're going right. to be portrayed, you know? Um, so you got to be willing just to like accept it but I got the vibe from Dana when she was on my podcast that she was very serious like very serious girl uh very uh you know she's educated she had a real job before she's has her head on her shoulder she's very much I feel like she went into the reality tv like being like yeah this is a great opportunity I'll do it but she's also very aware of like all the things and aware that it might, you know, not be forever and aware that, you know, she might, I mean, not, I'm not that I think she'll have to go back to, you know, a sales job, but I feel like there is, even though it's reality, like a sense of awareness of like the, the situation. But I do think that that probably helped her, but also it's like, it's a thing, it's a chemistry thing. And, um, I could just like imagine being in Danica's shoes and being like, well, because you can't help but like compare yourself, you know, and be like, for sure, that's not fun for, and I'm sure all of like, I feel bad for Sheena who, you know, is still working at Sir and, 
she films so much more with the new people and is in all this like Brett, Max, and then, you know, the edits that she gets with like the crying over guys and you guys are, all the other OGs are like, you know, married or engaged and living in houses. And do, do you feel that for anyone else in the cast, like how they come out on the show? You know what I mean? As far as, I mean, I don't, I don't feel like with Sheena, I feel like I don't feel bad. I mean, I, there's been things that I wish they could have shown from her past. Like, you know, she did the Vegas show, which was like really awesome. And that would have been really cool for her to see. And like, I, I get the whole, like, you know, not showing enough of her life outside the show because she does have stuff going on. And I think she gets frustrated that she's just this, you know, she only gets shown being at Sir with like these boys, but it's like, that's also kind of like what's going on too. Yeah. I, I know she, cause I, she's care. I feel like she's carrying that for a while. They're like not showing her Vegas thing. And I think I heard her on another podcast, you know, uh, kind of comparing herself to Dana being like, you know, they showed her stand up on like the second episode and they didn't show my, you know, X, Y, and Z whatever she's doing yeah but you you can't blame Dana. let's count how many times <laughs> I, mean, like, I, Ugh, I mean i, know, I, I don't, don't know. I, I don't know i don't know what to say about that because it's like well i my my opinion was like with, with the, the stand-up thing is and coming from a stand-up it's like that doing stand-up is is a lot different than getting a you know, a job in Vegas on a show because you're a celebrity, mm-hmm. you know, the, the standup thing is something that's like going to an open mic and performing material. That's, that's like raw. And that's like starting, you know, from the bottom. And that's, I don't know how people do you it. You know, that's, that's something that's like real, like, that's interesting to watch, you know? And not that I, I, I just think that it would have been great to show Sheena because it's just been like, that's been her growth and that's been her journey. But right. I, you know, I can understand why, maybe it didn't get shown. And also there's so much shit that doesn't get shown in each of your lives. And like you said, it's like not up to you. That's been sort of the thing from the beginning is that, you know, there's a lot of, we've always had like a a big cast and there's just, we don't have enough time. um, So there's just been stuff that just doesn't make it every year. And that's, you know, yeah. that's, it's, it's frustrating, but you know, that's sort of the, that's par for the course. But have you had situations where like, shit, I filmed, I don't know, two, three days. I was crying all day. I was being super emotional, vulnerable, sharing all this shit. And instead they show, I don't know. Oh my God. Yeah. Kristen, you know, picking up boxes. Like why did I waste my time? Yeah. But I mean, you can't look at it as like wasting your time. I mean, it's hard. It's, <laughs> yeah. Right. You're doing it anyway. <laughs> it's the job, but right. yeah. But I mean, we don't, we don't know why they choose certain things and uh, you know, they got to follow other stories and it's kind of just what's going to be the most interesting story to tell at the end of the day. And yeah. Uh, I get it. I get it. But and you know your hashtag bless. So <laughs> you're like whatever. Listen, this season, I feel like so many of your scenes have been like you being like cute and funny. Do you know what I mean? I feel like there is the Kristen drama, which I'm sure a lot of people focus in on on that as like the one of the main storylines, but also like you're you just seem like in your element just like super chill. I don't know if you're like smoking that lol shit all day. <laughs> like what's happening? Like but you're too like chill. 
different channel. <laughs> um, but but you you have a different vibe this season of kind of like you know kind of like I don't give a fuck, but like like I'm here for the fun. And even when you're fighting with Kristen, it's like that's like when I tell you I feel so bad for her is because. Even there, you're chill. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, really? I don't think so. But <laughs> she gets so upset in your fights and is like, I would die for you. Like, first of all, how does that feel for you watching <sighs> it and knowing there is, you know, because it's like saying someone's mean because they yell a lot. But then like that doesn't mean that person's mean because they yell and you're not mean if you like don't yell. Do you know what I mean? So like Kristen is louder in saying I'm hurt. You know, I would die for Katie. Hey, do you feel like the way she portrays your friendship that she would, you know, take bullets for you and you're basically, you know, her sister from another mister and whatever. Like, do you feel that for realsies? Like, or do you feel like she's just maybe one of those people that kind of exaggerates those things. No, I mean, like Kristen and I, like we were sisters. We were like ride or dies, but I want, but when she was, when she was being like, so like, like cat in a blender, I would die for you. I just like when I'm looking at her, I just want to be like, Kristen, just take, (laughs) yeah. I just want to be like, just take a breath. I'm just trying to have a conversation with you. Like calm down. Can we talk without you? like crying and like, can we have a conversation? Like why? Like it just felt like every time we went to talk, it was just like, she just would like burst into tears. And it just, it just got to the point where I'm just like, is this just like, what is happening? What is happening? Cause I'm trying to explain to you, you, you keep asking me like what is happening and, and why, you know, why our friendship is the way it is. And I'm trying to explain it to you. And when I start talking, you just start launching into this whole like but I I would die for you and I would you know what it just it was became like really difficult I couldn't have a conversation with her can you tell me and us then the reason so we know since she kept on crying and you can say it um so okay well I think she thought it was just that you know she was going through her breakup with Carter this year and it was that, you know, we weren't supportive or we didn't believe her or, you know, and that's, and we just were abandoning her during this hard time. And it was just like, no girl, like, first of all, this has been going on for like two years now. And really what happened was it started, you know, a year before that, or like maybe even longer because, you know, her and Carter, you know, she, she had been really unhappy for a really long time. And, you know, we were so supportive of her. And I had so many conversations, I mean, hours, like where she would come over and just talk about how unhappy she was, and how, you know, she just was trying everything to make it work and she didn't know what to do and she just wanted him to be nice to her and I would just like be heartbroken because that was my best friend and and I would you know try to offer her advice or just you know listen to her or you know I went through different (laughs) tactics of like how to be supportive in these conversations and you know I'd get to the point where I'd just say like well you know for me I just know that in order for me to feel good about whatever decision I make, I just know I have to know that I did everything I could to make it work. And it sounds like you've done everything 
that you can do. So it doesn't sound like there's anything else left to do. And she just would say that for a long time that she knew that the relationship had probably run its course. And so I was like, okay. So it's like every time we like the conversation would end, she would almost like arrive at this decision that she knew that she had to like break up with him. Mm-hmm. And then it would be like the next day, it'd be like the conversation never happened. Her and Carter were fine. Then it'd be like, he'd come and hang out with us and she'd be like, please be nice. And it was just like, it would be really hard. So he is kind of the, the root of um, your... It, it's not that. So, so what, what, what it ended up becoming was then when, so all this, you know, we were supportive of her privately. And then she wanted in season seven before it happened, she's okay. Like, I think, you know, I need to be honest about my relationship and what's really going on because, you know, it's our job to be honest about our lives. And she's like, but I don't know how. And we're like, well, you know, like we can help you. Like we just, we have these conversations all the time with you. We'll just have it organically, you know, with cameras. And so the minute that that happened and what got brought up, she just like flipped and Mm. became like aggressively defensive of him and, really angry at us for bringing it up, even though we discussed this. And she said that she would, you know, be honest about what was going on. And that was really hopeful for me because she was acting like we weren't supportive and we were bad friends and, you know, how dare we? And I was just like, yo, like that's what, that's when I started to like, feel like, okay, this, this is like the trust was starting to break and the communication was starting to break down because then, you know, she would still want to have the conversations off camera Mm. and have the heart to hearts. And then, you know, it just, then those conversations started to not like, then it, then it became like the more she started to defend him on camera. And then she started to say like, well, I just can't talk to you about this anymore. I'm like, well, maybe you shouldn't talk to us about this anymore. Maybe we should have some healthy boundaries because it's one conversation one day and then you defend him the next day. And it became like really difficult to navigate these things and be mm-hmm. supportive of her, but have her treat me and act like I'm not supportive when I when she, when she knows I am, when I know I am, and I have been for so long. And so, and it just, it got to a point where I'm just like, if this is just how you want your relationship to be, where you're just going to just be unhappy and want to get sympathy for your friends and get like, be consoled by your friends, but not really intend to do anything about it. Like, I don't, I can't take that emotionally. That's really hard for me. Because it also doesn't feel real. Like that's the, it's not like you care that much about Carter. It's like you it becomes like less real of a friendship if she's not being yeah. honest all the time. It, it basically, the, the the best analogy is like, it came to a point where it's like, it's somebody who's standing out in the rain, complaining about getting wet, but not wanting to come inside. So it's like, you know what? I don't know what else to do. Like just then stay outside and get wet. I, I tried to offer you an umbrella. I tried to get you to come inside. Mm-hmm. I stood out in the rain with you. Like what else can I do? Like you, you, you know what you need to do if you don't want to be wet no more. And sometimes it seemed like she was very to be wet no more. Sometimes <laughs> the she, it seemed like she was like detached from reality because I can only imagine like you're saying all this is happening. She's complaining about him, like wanting to break up with him, then you know not doing it, whatever. And then I remember you know when I flipped and was like, okay, I totally get like I couldn't do it anymore either. It's like. The, the the Jackson Brittany, there was like a scene where it was like, wait, so is Carter coming? And she's like, yeah, of course I would come. Like, why wouldn't he come? Like, of course he And yeah. I was like, what? And, and I, I told you this, like, I know people like that. It's like, it's such an annoying way to say it. You know what I mean? Like, 
you know there's like a like a reason why we're asking this isn't like you know the same as like tom schwartz coming like like you know what i mean like like it was just her yeah. her lack of like awareness and admittance of the situation of being like of course like what you, you know and it's like no, there's a reason we're asking and a reason why it would make sense for him also to not be here and like don't act like, you know, yeah. there, there isn't. Well, yeah, so when when they did break up or suppose she said they broke up in February and but they were still living together and still sleeping together. And at this point, you know, our conversations about their relationship were really hard because we the trust had sort of not been there and our friendship and the communication was broken down, that's when it became difficult. And that's when she started to say like, well, you just, you know, this isn't the kind of love that I need. And it just, it just was just like, girl, I don't. And then, and so everything came to a head this summer and we just fought every time we talked. And it just was like, I just threw my hands up and was just like, I need to just separate myself. Were you getting like rage texts and stuff like that? Even though I know you're the queen of that, but <laughs> I'm saying like, cause I hate that when you fight with a friend, you get like a gazillion like book size texts. Like, were you getting those a lot? Um, no, it was just mostly like when we would be around each other and mm. you know, the, the conversation would come up about him and their relationship and, you know, we'd ask questions, obvious questions, and she would just like flip out and just, you know, say that, just say that we just weren't supportive when we had been for so long, but we just didn't yeah. know how to be anymore because it just, it didn't make any sense. Like nothing made sense. It's like you want to, you know, have all the sympathy of going through a breakup without actually being broken up and we don't know what's going on and you're being really weird about everything. And I know relationships are you know, messy at times and breaking up is not easy no matter what. But like at this point, I just felt like, okay, well, you're a grown woman. This isn't the first time you've gone through this. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. And I felt, tell me if I'm wrong, like when you were at that dinner and you were having a conversation, she's like, Katie, how long, you know, have I been there when, and she said it in a really ugly way. She didn't say like when you and Tom were going through a hard time, she said like when Schwartz was like fucking up or fucking around, whatever she said. Yeah. And I remember I was like, I like felt you, you know what I mean? I was like, I know that that moment you were like, okay, this is not a person. Was that one of those moments where you're like, okay, I would die for you. And like saying that kind of thing on camera in that kind of a mean, malicious way. Was that a breaking point? Yeah. I mean, and I knew, I knew that she was just saying that to be an asshole. Like that's definitely, um, I like invented that move. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what that means and why she did it. And I've done that before. So I get it, but it was just like, you know what, like we're talking like right now we're talking about you and what's going on with you and Carter and for you to bring up something hurtful from my past and something. And the reason why you would come to me and ask for me for advice is because of like, the shit that Tom and I have gone through. So for you to throw that in my face, mm -hmm. just like yeah. felt like so low. And it just is like, why, why are you going to bring that up? Yeah. Especially on camera. Like it's just, it's ugly. You can't, the it thing just is wasn't like necessary. Right. So, it wasn't, you're saying it was a dig for being a dig. Like that's what yeah. you mean. Like you yeah. invented that. Yeah. It's like, let me just say something super hurtful that isn't even what we're talking about. So I felt like at that moment also, it was like a moment for you where you were like, over it.
Okay, so Witches of WeHo, like yeah. that whole thing. So I've been, you know, when I'm like recapping the show and you guys are talking about it and like, because I, I at the beginning when you came out with the wine and like we were even talking about podcasting, I was like so mad it wasn't live. So because I was expecting a give bag of wines. I was like, <laughs> okay, if we do the podcast, she's going to come with some wine. It's going to be great. So like, you know what I mean? Like I would taste the wine. I would want to try the wine. And I feel like a lot of this the the drama surrounding it this season is like not so positive because you're in it together but you like aren't getting along Stasi's very vocal about being like you know this isn't my priority and I'm not I don't really like working with friends and you know let's just do this to do to do this oh I mean I was hoping because yeah like definitely when when we started this it was at the end of, you know, last summer when things in our friendship were sort of like not great, you know, already. But, you know, I was like, okay, maybe this is something that will like bring us closer. (laughs) And this is really exciting. Like, oh my gosh, like we've all like the three of us like have drank, had so many wine nights and like loved wine for so long. Like this is so like on brand for the three of us. Like this is so cool. Like we were like so ecstatic about it in the beginning. We had so much fun coming up with the label and the the name and just tasting the wines and picking the wines and everything like that. And when the potion number one came out, like it was still like we were really excited about it. But it's just like as we started getting into it, yeah, there was definitely different um, opinions of how it should be promoted and how you know, the involvement was, um, between the three of us and Stassi definitely is not like a group project kind of person for sure. Does that offend you at all? Or like, you're so close that like, cause like, do you feel like if it was just you and her, would you be able to do something together or like not even that? Um, I think, I think she's just has been like very, I, 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 really just appreciate when people are just like 100%. Like I can't get mad when somebody's like, this is just how I Honest. feel. And it's like, yeah, yeah I'm like, I'm, I'm like, it stings a little bit because I'm like, oh, damn, like that's a bummer. But yeah. you know what? That's how you feel. And I can't, like, I can't force that on you. And I, you know, and I appreciate that. And I just, I, I, I just am someone that just really appreciates honesty no matter what. So I get it. I get it. It just, it's a bummer. <laughs> And let's talk about because, okay, on the show, it's like this whole thing. And this was on a few episodes of like Kristen being like, you know, acting as if she's like humping and, you know, grinding and, you know, running around town, basically selling this wine door to door when basically we're talking about promoting it. And the main vehicle of promotion is is social media. So yeah. her main complaint is that she's promoting on social media, which I get because like, she has the least uh, social media presence, even though she has a big presence too. But I think maybe that's also like a thing. She has the least social media presence. She knows that like if if you guys were supposedly as in it as she supposedly is, by the way, I know you say supposedly, it's just like a thing that I do. <laughs> um, everyone, so don't, yeah. Uh, but but then I was like, oh, it makes sense. She wants Stasi's like two mil, you know, and you're one mil and to promote it. Uh, so I get that. But it became such a like, like, what else does she want you, Katie, to do that that whole thing came up where well, she was complaining about you not being in, like, what did she want you to do? Like knock on doors? Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure. I don't it became such <laughs> like a scorekeeping thing because it's like I was promoting it. And and that's I guess that's where it came to what Stassi meant. Like we have like different ideas of how we promote this, because for me, 
I don't believe in just like spamming my stories and my Instagram with like swipe ups and buy this. It's like, it's wine too. It's like, you got to like pepper that stuff in. And like, I don't, I, if she wants to, to sit at home and, and pump that shit out all day long, like by all means, that's your prerogative. But like, I, that's not how I think it's a smart approach to promoting and mm. you know so but for her to sit and act like I wasn't doing anything and she was doing the most yeah. was kind of, was just a little like ridiculous because like there like there was no like you have to post this much amount like it was just like I was doing my part Stasi also promoted it on hers you know I, I don't know why it became this whole thing of like a like a keeping score kind of thing that was right and then to act like she was the busiest person she was she was busier than I was and all it's just like it was just like I don't care it doesn't matter I don't care if I'm sitting at home with my thumb up my ass like it's no it's none of your business right what I'm doing versus what you're doing like I'm still posting for it I'm still promoting it just because you're promoting it more like I'm I don't know what to tell you I'm like there's no like (laughs) and then at the wine event it was like it seemed as a viewer that she was trying to show that she was like really into it. So it's like, just like, you know, the visual of her like running around with like the witch buckets or whatever and being like, ah, like this over here. Okay. This over here, you Ooh. know, like acting as if she's like Mindy Weiss. I don't know the Kardashian event planner. Like she basically just like was there all night with the, the organizing. That's what it seemed like. She was trying to make it seem like she was like, doing so much even at the event she was the one hanging up the things and putting the decorations and trying to make it seem like that that's what it felt well yeah because the knocking point wine people brought it to brought all that stuff to her house because we were in vegas during that time so they brought it over to her house and she brought it like like, it's really like I'm not gonna pretend like it's something it's not and I wish she wouldn't either I mean and I'm not trying to like like take away from it either but like let's just let's just not pretend like it's something it's not either so so her not coming to the Vegas thing do you regret that at all do you feel like that was like a decision because the way I thought about it was like okay you're not inviting her to your second wedding and she's like, you know, your past sister would die for you, all that shit. Um, but also, like, she's not there with all of you. I mean, breaking the fourth wall, whatever. But, like, filming and part of that. So I feel like it, it felt like there might be two, which is so funny. I'm getting a flashback to her and Sheena talking. And Sheena just being like, I mean, I, I couldn't go, but I was, like, invited. You know, Katie said she'd love for me to be <laughs> Sheena with her, like, you know, sensitive uh, sensitive side wanted to make it very clear that she's not there, not because she wasn't invited, but because she couldn't. But you, yeah, you you, you didn't even get invited. <laughs> so do you feel like that, that was, like, a big decision for you not to – that was, like, you and then Stassi. Obviously, they didn't have her at the engagement thing of, for Stassi, but – that was like the, not the beginning of the end, but kind of like a stamp on how much this end of friendship or fizzling yeah. out of friendship is for realsies. I mean, I think people had seen the last few times that Kristen had and I had been around, like we were arguing and fighting and it just, it didn't make sense. And even though, even though this was like, it wasn't like a wedding. I mean, it, right. it, we're calling it a paper ceremony. We didn't want to take away from our actual wedding. Um, but it's just, you know, 
I didn't also want to take away from it um, by having her there. And we just weren't in a good place. Like it, yeah. it, it, it wasn't conceivable to, or it made sense to, to have her be there. And, and even though I wasn't happy with the, the state of our friendship and what was going on, it's not like I got pleasure out of, you know, having her not be around these things. And it, it's, I'm not, again, I'm not this like heartless bitch, but you know, it just, if it doesn't make sense to have somebody there because we're not getting along, like, why am I going to have right. someone come on a trip where we're spending like 24 seven together right. doing activities, celebrating if we're not all getting along like that? Right. I, I just don't, that doesn't make sense. And I don't know why that was lost on so that. many people. I don't, it doesn't make oh, <laughs> you feel like the, the general response from people you feel like didn't get it and thought it was like not a cool move from you. Cause I didn't feel that. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think some people thought I was just like a bitch move and I was just like, tr like actively just trying just to like leave her out of stuff. It's like, yo, like if you're, if you're consistently arguing with somebody and you're trying to, you know, take a break with somebody to, to potentially salvage what could be left of a friendship by taking a break with somebody, why are you going to be like, okay, come to Vegas? <laughs> right. I, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Listen, I, from my point of view, like your friendship is not what it was. And that happens so much. Like I know that personally from my relationships, I'm sure everyone listening has had friends that they were sisters and they're not anymore. Like shit, shit happens because you're not actually blood and you don't have to love each other forever. And that happens. And I had like literally a psychotic break watching the show one day when Kristen was, you know, crying in one of the interviews about how she would die for you and take a bullet and sisters, whatever. And I literally, I was like, but you're not anymore. <laughs> but you're not anymore. And I, I didn't stop and someone noticed it and thought I did it to be funny, but I wasn't. I did it because I want to be in front of her and shake her and say, but you're not anymore. So like no need to yeah. take bullets and like you can always be there, but like friendships you grow apart. People change, you know, all the time. And if it's about Carter or about how she was behaving or the fact that you're just in different places in your lives or the fact that you're not the same people that you were, you know, seven years ago, then that happens and it's okay. And, and it's okay to feel a certain way. And um, I think Kristen, it's hard to not like feel for her because she's like weaker, quote unquote. Do you know what I mean? Like, it seems like you're stronger and Stassi's stronger and, and she's like the weakest link of like, seems not in a good place emotionally and doesn't seem, but, but again, and I talked to you about this in private, it doesn't matter. Like people, it, it, the fact that you seem strong and Stassi seems like she, she has her shit going on. doesn't mean you don't have your own issues and, and your own moments that, 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 that matter too. Like, it's not like the Kristen pity party and we all need to just feel bad because her life is not as. Well, I, yeah. Th well, that's what it came down to. Cause it's like, I know Chris, I've known Kristen. I know her very well. And it's, I know she's so much stronger than what she was displaying and how she was, mm. you know, and how she was like, she, she wanted everyone, you know, she wanted to say, I'm this broken person, take care of me, be there for me. But I'm like, I'm like, girl, you are so much tougher than this. I know you are. And, mm -hmm. and it's just, but I couldn't say that to her anymore. Cause she didn't, 
you know, she said that that love didn't work for her, but it's just like, for me, I know that I, I would be. Your love doesn't work for me anymore. That was <laughs> yeah, but, a line. Yeah. But I just feel like, you know, in, in it's my belief that, you know, you're being a, a good friend, a best friend, when you can look at your friend and tell them that their behavior is, you know, self-destructive or that they're not doing the best thing for themselves, you know, mm, and, and yeah. that's simply all I was ever trying to do. It's complicated. And I feel like people should be more uh, sensitive to that because just think about your friends. Are you best friends with whoever you were best friends with in elementary school and high school and college at work? Like shit happens and, and people move on. And uh, she should too, even though obviously I, I hope that you guys all are, are cool. But um, let's talk about, okay, there are a couple things that I want to ask you about. A, there was that prank, which annoyed me a little bit, the toilet paper prank. And then <laughs> the, um, it's like coming up next week, like prank. And like, you know, just, it brought me back to Kardashian episodes yeah. that would annoy me. But the cop prank that right. Jax did to Sandoval. You were like upset about it. Yeah. Do you remember why? Like why that? Because I remember you were like, this is not funny. Like you were like, you were being a Debbie D in the situation, which I can understand why like people are like this. It's funny, but you had your reason. So I want you to tell me. Oh God. Okay. Well, for one thing, we had been drinking all day long, which mm-hmm. is just a recipe, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's just like, like getting I, I, mad about something that maybe you wouldn't have gotten he, so mad about. Yeah. I don't think I don't like, I think had I been like sober, I wouldn't have been that strong of a reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, yeah, I like, like, I think it's just also like when it's just such like a crazy, uh, extreme from one extreme to another, like yeah. it's like whiplash, you know? But I just, I think just some pranks just go too far. And it's just the one, the only thing I'll say is just that I just don't think we should laugh about anyone getting arrested until we can laugh about everyone getting arrested. Right. So, and then, and then Tom got like, I felt like it was such a human instinct of Tom, not in, I mean, he was being an asshole, if I can say that, but he, I think it was like the the feeling that he had, which was like, Katie, like it's a joke. Take it as a joke. Like be in the in the laugh. Don't be like that person that's like uh, being the devil's advocate or whatever. But then he got like also very upset that you weren't oh like into the joke, even though like it wasn't funny. Let's let's put it. Let's start at the beginning. Like the TP was even funnier. Like this wasn't funny. Um, it seemed to me like, you know, Sandoval from the maybe one of the first seconds was like kind of had this like half little smirk. Like maybe he already knew what was going on. There was nothing like funny about it. You know what I mean? It wasn't. I feel like if I were there, maybe I wouldn't have had your reaction, but I would have been like, this is dumb AF. Like why? <laughs> like, yeah, I just I don't I just think. I think just like if you wanted to get back at somebody, like you should just TP to his house. I think you got to You got to like. Right. I think. But it was Randall's idea. Rand- Randall. Right. Yeah. And then. OK. Just we were talking about the wine and the drinking and like drinking all day. And then you told me that you weren't you managed to not drink for like a month in a few months ago. Oh, yeah. You were cool with that. In September. I did sober September. Which is a thing. 
<laughs> I guess. Uh, <laughs> sober October, sober September. Yeah. I just like, I mean, partly of, part of it was just like wanting just to sort of dry out for some time, but also it was just like, I've been trying to uh, lose weight for a really long time and was trying like everything. I had been like working out a ton. I had a trainer. I had been like, you know, I, I always have like, um, a moderate diet, you know, so I, I will indulge in like a pizza here and there or whatever. But, um, I always like eat pretty healthy. Um, I had like cut out like sugar for a period of time. I was, I was doing like all like the things that you do to try to like lose weight and like nothing was working. So that was also part of it. <laughs> so it was cool for you to not drink also, like, were you around people going out at the time? Cause it wasn't, it wasn't quarantine yet. Um, yeah. and you were fine. So you're ready to get pregnant, babe. Just, <laughs> I could do it. You. you could, I, I told you, and, and I've said this on my Instagram, which probably people think I'm annoying. Cause they're like, isn't it so hard to not? And I was like, listen, I thought I would be that girl. I thought my husband would never have a drink again. I literally, it'd be front page news that, you know, husband dies because tries to have a drink next to pregnant woman. But I really <laughs> don't care. Like, I really don't care. He's been drinking uh, whenever he wants in this quarantine. Uh, he's been sneaking cigs, uh, which I thought I would mind too, because I enjoy that sometimes too. I'm like, I like having a drink, sometimes like a social little pufferoo. But um, it's not. It doesn't bother me for some reason. Well, and, probably because um, your body is like going through a whole different change, and it's craving different things. And alcohol true. is probably not one of them. <laughs> so, right. So true. That maybe there's that part of it. No, I the other day I like took a sip of vodka and I was like, Ugh, and like spat <laughs> it out. Um, it was like the worst thing ever. But all I'm saying is that you're, you know, ready to. I know no, Tom and I talk about it, and we 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 were like, and we I talked was, about it last year. By the way, I, I remember our podcast um, last year, and we were talking about it. And I don't remember what you said, but it wasn't like no, like because uh, listen, the moment that you're like in your 30s and you're married, obviously it's not unless you don't want kids at all, which that's fine if you don't, but uh, if someone doesn't, but if you do want them in your future, it's obviously a time to be like thinking and like. Yeah, no, I mean, and Tom and I, like, we were, like, thinking, okay, like, this summertime, but then it's, like, I'm, like, I'm always, like, hesitant to, like, talk about it publicly oh, or out loud oh, because, like, you don't want to, like, just be jacked, you know, you don't just, wanna, like, like, be first. You don't want to, like, <laughs> jinx it or have right. everyone be, like, so... You, you mentioned that you were going to start trying. How's that oh, going? Yeah. That question it's like, is it's pressure yeah. and it's stress. I just would like rather just be like, oh, hey, by the way. I know. Katie wants to announce when she's like nine months pregnant and be like, <laughs> yeah. tomorrow I'm having the baby, which maybe let's see. Let's see. I mean, there were we also talked about um, celebrities. I don't know if everyone feels this or if it's just uh, you and I that think about these things, but that there are celebrities that have the longest pregnancies. There are celebrities years. that have years. The, years. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I it's just like who, I can't wait, believe who? they're still pregnant. Who who's still pregnant? Um, we're gonna have a lot. We're gonna have so many people to. Oh my god, we have to talk about this. We have to talk about Gigi. Gigi for a minute. Wait, what's happening in Hollywood? How? What was your range of emotion? What were you feeling with the rumors? What were you? Because I know you kind of like celeb stuff. So were you? thinking from the get-go like okay if there's a rumor then it's a hundo true like could you imagine it what what would you think 
Well, I remember like when I first saw that, I, it was just, it, to me, I was just like, oh my God, I did that. I didn't, I didn't even think for a minute that it might not be true. Yeah. I, I, just I don't feel know like, why. I feel like because we're in like quarantine that for there to be like a rumor, like no one's out and about, like how else, like right. there's no room for tons of like speculation. Right. You know, but like who if, the fuck is source, you know, I know that's, that's, that's I so know. frustrating. That, that's so that, annoying because you know, like I don't, it's a pregnancy symptom I ha- didn't read about is that I'm more like into like I used to just accept things as like status quo like VPR like whatever's happening is happening now I'm like did the producers like I've become <laughs> so annoying I really like blame the the pregnancy but same about this like I couldn't just accept it I was like angry that there was this source that has all the information that's breaking you know all code like you know this source knows the fucking exact due date the uh, the the gender the everything and they're probably just spilling the, the beans exactly that's what i'm saying <laughs> it's like gg felt too cool to post a like leah michelle blessed photo that's not her <laughs> vibe so she needed to she needed the rumors and then to confirm it which she did on a jimmy kimmel like right. Instagram thing and so nonchalantly, by the way, it was like, yeah, thank you so much. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I like her style. Voice. I yeah, like her style. She, yeah. She's like in the farm. She's wearing a uh, uh, flannel or something. And she confirmed it. It's hard for me to, I'm, I think I'm just like a very, conventional person even though I know that's boring and and whatever but I am a like you get married and then when when you're married then you like have kids so because that's my state of mind because like I've been with my husband for 10 years and literally was like no no and then needed so much time to like decide to to, you know let him penetrate me and uh, we know with no protection and make that decision as if the baby's gonna come tomorrow so I need to be you know wanting this 100% and you know so relating to a person who is so young who's in an on and off relationship with Zane, who, I mean, NT lawyer says that he's like a drug addict, but I don't know if to believe NT lawyer. Um, I don't know. I I don't know about that either, but it's just like, Gigi, why would you have a baby now? I mean, like you're in the height of your modeling career. Like, I don't know. It just seems like, well, I think, okay. Cause I'm, I, I, I think the same as you for like myself, Cause like uh, Tom and I have been together like this year for 10 years as well. And like, I'm the same way. Like, oh, I feel like I just needed to be like at a place in my life. And again, like that, if I, you know, if I even think about wanting to have a baby that the baby's like here tomorrow kind of thing, though, all that. Um, but I think with her, like, cause she started, like she had like a career and was like traveling the world and like full blown at such a young age that she probably grew up a lot faster than we did. <laughs> You're saying Gigi's more mature than us? <laughs> I'm not saying mature, but I just think, I don't know. I think that maybe she just feels that she's at a place already. Like maybe it's just been accelerated faster yeah. than we had. I mean, let's be honest. I did the timeline, you know, her and Tyler uh, to to be due in September, which she is. It means they conceived in December and she broke up with Tyler C, Tyler Cameron from The Bachelor in like October, <laughs> meaning like it was literally like Gigi and Zane hooked up 
and the first night was unprotected. Like that's so I think we can assume this wasn't like a planned pregnancy. This was like a we had sex, this happened, so we'll keep it. But that's my thing. I think I would be more accepting of it and more can wrap my head around it if like her and Zane were in, you know, a, a very long, um, very stable relationship. But I feel like as a and we have to put the fact that she's a celebrity and she has a lot of money and having a baby isn't as stressful. Like Kylie had a baby at 21. Does it matter to her if she has a baby or not? Like literally her life doesn't have to change. She can still like, she can have 17 nannies. Yeah. And I mean, it's also, even though Gigi doesn't seem like that vibe, it was a big thing. Listen, I think I was more, my reaction to her pregnancy was like bigger than to my own. I was like, <gasps> I was like, I was away from my phone for an hour when I saw it, Katie. And I was like, unwell. I was unwell. Maybe I'm like jealous. Maybe I'm like, she's stealing my thunder. But there's so many people. There's Gigi. There's, um, there are gazillion pregnant people oh my right God, now. So many. Ashley Simpson. Right. Um, Liam well, Who else? Sierra. Sierra? Yeah, Sierra's pregnant. Oh my God. I know. Mad people. I put up the other day, Catherine Schwarzenegger. But she didn't do a hashtag how many months. So, you know, at least Gigi, we know, you know, at least Catherine Schwarzenegger's do like early fall time. Oh, I love when they tell us like how many months so we can do that. (laughs) I put up Gigi's photo and people were like, well, yeah, because like everyone shows differently and like maybe it's not. And I was like, I know fucking annoying people. (laughs) Of course, I know everyone shows differently and she's a supermodel, but she's still wearing a belt and jeans and 20 weeks. And for me, for anyone listening and was that person that's saying that to me, um, it's very like psychological, like, you know, you're pregnant. So you somehow like feel like you want to like be in oversized clothes, even though Gigi probably doesn't. I have a really skinny friend who um, saw that and she told me, Amanda, you can so see she's like pregnant here. And I was like, literally just because you're skinny, because what person would see a baby bump on Gigi right now? Supermodel. What do you think about, we have another big celebrity news thing, the Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler divorce. So many people were like, oh yeah, I'm not shocked by this at all. I don't know why I was shocked. I was so shocked. Because maybe because they were like in the Bahamas for like how many weeks? Years. Doing, yeah. yeah, doing their thing. And it just see like, I don't know when they do like the show to... I just I thought that was I mean I think maybe people that watch the show got a vibe I don't watch it but yeah I don't I've I've seen it a couple of times and people are like oh they don't even have like chemistry but people say the same thing about me and Tom like you don't know <laughs> they you do? yeah people say like it doesn't even seem like Tom yeah so I'm like but I don't I don't read into that kind of stuff because you just you never know like you don't it actually seemed from I watched like a couple episodes and I the vibe I got from the the show was that people loved uh Jay because he's like the like not doofy but he's like the around the house like <laughs> lumberjack guy and like I never got I I was actually really surprised I thought that balance work that she's like a go-getter like um she's one of the people I unfollowed in quarantine who did I unfollow Kristen Cavallari the baby emoji things were too much for me the Bahamas too jealous and follow Justin Bieber for the Instagram lives. And finally, I unfollowed Kylie, Kylie for her giant fake ass. Which, like, I was depressed, Katie, for, like, a couple of days. Like, I was not well over this Kylie unfollowing. I because saw, you were spiraling. I was. Dude, did you feel that? I was a little worried. I was like, oh, my God. 
Put the phone down. No. Oh, so, but do you see that I had to do it to like be healthy? Like I, smart idea. and, And I feel so much better about it because people send me her things still sometimes, but it's not to the amount that I was. And like, for some reason, like, you know, when Bella Hadid, did you see Bella posted this like weird video of herself in like a thong? No, I didn't see that. Oh, um, so it doesn't bother me. I can laugh at it and be like, oh, Bells needs some attention. For some reason with Kylie, like we need to figure out why she triggers me so much. But did you, did you have that with anything in, in quarantine or in general, just like kind of weeding out people that, aren't making you feel good inside? Um, no, but I I'm have, sure. I've, I have been focusing more on people that are a little more positive mm. and just kind of like, but I not think, too positive. I, I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think my algorithms is just not showing me all the, the thirst trap stuff that would maybe mm. trigger me. And it's like, I get a little more of like the uplifting stuff, which is you nice. watch You watch the Kardashians though. Yeah. What do you think about this season? Jealous. Stop. That's it. We're done. I haven't caught up on like the last like couple weeks, but the first like few weeks, I like. Oh, you watch the good ones. You watch the the episodes with Courtney. Yes, I love Uh, Courtney. I know, I love her, but she's you know she's half in, half out right now. So I know. I feel her though. I get it. You do? Yeah. I'm saying. (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm not saying anything about me, but it's just like, I think she just, she needs to just separate herself from it a yeah. little bit. And I think she's feeling undervalued and I think she it's good for her. I remember from our podcast last year, one of the sentences you said, which like were iconic, which was <laughs> you were like something about like that your ashes, God forbid, will be spread in the back lot parking lot of sir like that that's how you feel because i think we were talking about how the show like i was like i hope there are 89 seasons and you guys are like 100 yeah. <laughs> and still filming do you still feel that way that that it can go on forever and you'd be happy with it and yeah really yeah i'll keep doing it as long as as long as we keep getting picked up yeah but what so okay so you that's your personal feeling and what do you think like do, do you feel like this is what's going to have to keep happening like you guys, but like with a little bit of sprinkles of new people, like I really am trying to like envision the the future of it. Like if they're trying to like what it's going to look like, like, are you like, I hope that it's never the case that the OGs won't be part of it. And it's just going to be like the new waitresses of Sir, because that's not going to work for me. Yeah, I think it's just right now trying to figure out a balance and figuring out how, you know, we, cause obviously, you know, like I'm not at the restaurant anymore, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but like still staying involved and, you know, having people, you know, cause obviously like we're growing up. It's just like, I, I worked at Sir forever. <laughs> and I know. if there's going to be an episode there, where you are like, I need to pick up some shifts. I'm going to scream. No, but it's just like, but like, you know, we, we grew up, this was inevitable, but I think, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of people still like want to see um, us in our, the next like chapters of our lives because yeah, yeah like we've, we're going to start families and, you know, but we're all still all in each other's lives and the, you know, the dynamics are still there and it's ever changing, but you know, still the same in a lot of ways. Right. Um, but that, I still think that there's a lot of miles left in us and, um, that we just got to figure out how, 
you know, the show can evolve and, you know, just figuring out that balance of, and how to make it make sense, you know, and this, this past season was, um, different and challenging. A lot of people had a lot of adverse reactions to it, but you know, we're just trying something new. Yeah. Did it feel like that? Did it feel like the people had mixed, uh, feelings, mixed oh, reviews? Totally. About totally. I mean, I, and I get it too. Cause I, like, yeah, I would watch and I'd be like, Oh my God, there's like so much going on. And it was hard because like there was a bunch of storylines and there wasn't mm-hmm. enough time to dive into like all of them and really, you know, follow them and and explore them um and it kind of jumped around a lot and so yeah I know I I I get that and I hear that but I think they'll you know I think there'll be a way hopefully hopefully or they just split it into two I don't know we'll see I mean I don't know it seemed like they were trying to make the like Vegas one happening with the baby Sheena girl I was like oh I don't don't think I don't think that I think that was just a fun little, a fun little, little treat, thing. a little snack. It does seem like Lisa is like kind of a little bit, not like 50% more, but maybe like 3% more in your guys' stuff. Do you think it's because she's not on Beverly Hills anymore? Because she was like in on the bra prank, which like, I feel like you couldn't even, you were like, like Lisa asked you to do a prank and you, you, you didn't even act through the whole thing you gave up and and you were like yeah it's Lisa's no there was a little (laughs) bit more to that um yeah it was just that was so it was so weird and so random and yeah (laughs) she does feel a little bit more in she like dropped the thing about the your your um paper vows next to Kristen she does seem a little bit more she's always been involved but there is maybe like a tad bit more well i mean before she would be filming like two shows at one time right and she was spread entirely thin on top of like all the restaurants and vanderpump dogs and everything else she had going on so i think she definitely had more availability right oh there's that (laughs) there's that true okay one last thing is uh, we got to talk about um, the stassi and bo's engagement yay a why did it take six months B, how involved were you? Um, I mean, I know he said it took six months. I don't. I think it was just kind of like, by the time he was like, okay, yes, I'm gonna propose. To actually proposing was a six mm. month period, but I think it was kind of like, okay, when do I want to do this? And then like, how do I want to do this? And then, you know, how do I, how am I going to get the rings? And, you know, I think, cause yeah, she, um, he got the rings from his aunt who lives in Nashville, I believe. And Stassi, like he took Stassi to go meet her when we were there in February. So that was sort of like the beginning, that was like six months prior mm. so that was sort of like oh my beginning. god so he had the rings like hiding them since february no he didn't have them yet oh so so yeah so um i didn't find out i mean i, I knew it was gonna like happen but i didn't know like it was a for sure for sure until the beginning of the summer and then i was just like okay well just like let me know what i can do to help um you know whether it's just like keeping her off the scent or like, um, 
or just, you know, helping devise a plan or a ruse or whatever, just to like, you know, make sure it's a surprise. So she was actually really like wanting to get engaged already. And, and was she like actually kind of like insecure? Like, why isn't this happening? Why isn't he proposing? Yeah, she, she oh my God, of course she wanted to get engaged. Um, and then I think, yeah, because he was, rather than just basically being like, it's going to happen, trust me. He was just like, you know, I just... I don't think I'm ready. Like he was acting like it was just not going to happen and was straight up telling her like, I I can't do it. Like, I just, I'm not ready. (laughs) That seems so insane to me that I almost thought it was like, like filmed later. I remember you saw that and you were like, no, man. He was, yeah, like he wanted, he wanted to like, like make her th- he went he went too far he i went feel too like, far and I was like oh my god like you can't like <laughs> make her feel like it's just not happening like period whatsoever just yeah you don't, you don't want her to like you know you're, you want to you for real yeah and i was just like you know and then i was because she would always bring up stuff especially when tom and i were um doing our paper ceremony about like two rings and i would always do the joke of um from like bridesmaids being like oh you don't have a husband sorry and <laughs> I was kind of I was jokingly torturing her throughout the summer because I knew it was gonna happen and it was gonna be a happy ending but yeah. I didn't realize like how hardcore he was like telling her that it wasn't gonna happen so it was just, so she was actually so surprised so surprised she had no and she I remember her telling me like oh this mausoleum thing is just like we can't even like she's like we, we can't even actually like like go in the mausoleums like this is just gonna I'm not even excited like I was looking forward to this but I'm not even excited and you told her to wear a ghost outfit she's like I don't want to waste an outfit on this like (laughs) and I was like no I'm like well then just have fun with it just like make fun of it and like be like pretend like you know like wear your ghost outfit and but like you're gonna be in a cemetery are you into that stuff too that you like know what a ghost outfit is or is it because of her because well, like we well, both of us, yeah. Oh my! Oh, God. you're you're also into like death and stuff. Yeah, ghosts, ghost stories, <laughs> hauntings. Oh my God! Yeah, like cemeteries. Oh. Yeah, for sure. And so I, but so yeah, without without like trying to like make her think that something was up, I was trying to just be like, oh my God, you should just like make it really funny today and like put on your ghost outfit and like run around a cemetery like you're like a ghost and you're haunting yeah. shit and that would be funny. <laughs> and she was just like, oh my God, like my one yellow dress, my favorite dress. I'm like, totally. That would be great if you were wearing that dress in a cemetery. That'd be so funny. Yeah. And I thought she was going to do it. And then when I saw she wasn't wearing it, I'm like, damn it. <laughs> oh, but she looked cute. She's, yeah, she looked cute. But I, but I know for Stassi, like the outfit, because she's, no. she's like little Miss You didn't Miss want her OTD. to be upset. Right. Like you didn't Miss- want her to like be upset after be like, oh my God, I can't believe I didn't wear like something fab for my engagement. Yeah. Because for me, I'm mm. not big, like I, whatever. But for her, that's, that's like a know, big deal. Yeah, but she was so happy. Like it was, it was you know not the most important thing. She was so 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 happy, and yeah, it was such a good day. I was like all day, all day long, all day long. I was just like, oh my god, Bo, just text me immediately. Text me like, text me like when it's happening. Text me like right before you do it. Like just call me while you're doing it. <laughs> That's so cute. It's so great that you guys are you, you and Sassy are so close. And like we forget about the blip there was in in one of the seasons, and you can tell that you're actually sisters. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> no, for real. It's like a really beautiful friendship. And uh, it looks like you both are just really great friends to each other and support each other and everything. Totally. And that's not always, you know, it's not always uh, the case. But people can't always like be happy for one another. But that ring is crazy. I was like, oh, Bo just like has three heirloom rings he can choose from. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. And the ring is so, so stunning. They don't make no. rings like that anymore. And like the details mm. on that ring, it's like, oh, my God. It's so no, beautiful. No, it looks so beautiful. KT, KT, yeah. how I like to call you. Thank you so much for doing this with me again. Oh, I can't believe welcome. it's been legit a year. I know. And how many episodes do we have left? We have, I, I hope, more than a couple. Uh, three, I believe. Oh, gee. And you guys, coming scenes show that, like, Jax is turning into Jax, like old Jax or something. So that should be good. Oh, boy. Yeah, these, yeah, it's, it's... It's about to get... It's about to get wild? Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, babe. You're welcome. It's nice to hear your voice. Show Katie some love. Add Katie. Oh, Uh, no. (laughs) Music kills... Eats Kate. What is that? (laughs) Music kills Kate. Like, what emo stage were you in when you came up with that (laughs) handle is my question. No, I used to have a music blog and I just never (laughs) changed it, so... Whatever. <laughs> so you have, you have to, you're such a multifaceted, multi-layered human, Katie. And I love you very much. And thank you for coming on. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. Happy quarantine to everyone. Let's stick the shit out and make sure that we're doing our part and keeping ourselves, our loved one, and everyone uh, healthy. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag I love you. Please rate and review the podcast. If you don't, I will know and I will be really angry with you. Thanks to the podglomerate for editing and producing my show. Love you guys. See you next Tuesday. The Podglomerate, a sonic universe.